This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report. How many times have you said that, Scott? I don't know, whenever I started doing that. No, I know that, but probably show one. I don't think I did in show one. Really? No, I was talking to uh, my buddy that I work with, and he's like, all the YouTube guys, they have like a a saying that they use whenever they start their their videos. That that must be it. So I... Welcome, race yeah, fans. There, That's, that, there it is. Yeah, it's even in my show notes in case I forget it because I might forget it, you know. <laughs> That's sad, Scott. It welcome really to show is. number 94, and uh, also welcome to August. Hard to believe it's August already. Yeah, well, I think May and June both rained yeah. out, so. I think I've got like four races this year, if that. And you've done a significant yeah. amount of damage. I did. I, I did a whole season's worth <laughs> we, of damage. We were just discussing yeah. that before we went on the air, yeah. Uh, live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammerdown Racing Report. I'm Scott Hammer. Ron Miller over there tonight with us, Bubba Kundick, William Kundick. I'd like to go by Bubba, but okay. call me what you want. Bill? <laughs> I, I've been called Bill, Bill Jr. I've been Bubba, called worse Will, things. William. Yeah, so. so we'll be talking to him, a bomber driver out at Oakshade. He just picked up uh, his first A-Main win. Did it uh, pretty in- impressively, too, after getting <laughs> almost upside down in the uh, heat race. So we'll really, he kind of stunk the feature up. Kind of, well, actually, we were talking about my invisible car, yeah, which actually won that whole thing. But you didn't see it because it was invisible. I lapped the field. It was crazy. For sure. Coming at you live on Facebook, also YouTube Live, Twitter, and Periscope. Make sure to like us on Facebook if you haven't done so as of yet. Um, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. And, of course, you can listen to us on demand on your favorite podcasting platform, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google. Um, give Ron a call if you have uh, some service needs, like you break your car, do a season's worth of damage to your car. Take it, Ron. He'll fix it. And 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 we've been doing quite a bit of that lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there a lot of lot of uh, damage you had to fix from this past weekend's action? A little bit on my own car, and what'd you do to your car? Um, I, it wasn't me. All right, whatever. It was a number 20 car, and it wasn't a local guy. And There was uh, two number 20s. Yeah. There was a Chad it, it, White and a Troy Hahn. It, it was the one that's not the local guy. Okay. I was going to send him a, requ- a friend request on Facebook and tell him how much I enjoyed racing with him and hope he came back real soon. You're very sincere. Read between the lines, Scott. 734-856-7223 if that number 20 would like to give Ron a call, or if you'd like to call Ron and order some parts or uh, get some advice, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bomber, hammer down. bomber tires, sportsman tires. Speaking of uh, bomber tires, if uh, you're looking for some tires for the Hammer Down Racing Report Dirty Thirty coming up on uh, October 3rd at Sandusky Speedway, you got tires. You fit there, that there in there really nice. There was some Scott. some tire talk about uh, if, if you haven't heard about the uh, Dirty Thirty, we're going to be running UMP Dirt Late Models, the trucks and bombers together, Fremont trucks, Oakshade bombers, uh, two barrel carburetor for the bombers. Right. And, uh, and and with the, with the oak shade uh, bomber cars, uh, if you just take the little link pin off of the back two barrels, uh, the track is fine with that. That basically makes your four barrel a two barrel. Front wheel drive cars will also be in action. It's going to be uh, dirt cars versus asphalt cars for the front wheel drive. Running on asphalt, we're not putting any dirt down. It's just mostly dirt cars running on the asphalt. Well, it is, it is just dirt cars because I, I think... Well, the, except I, for the front wheel drives. Yeah, now if a pavement late That's model showed up, we were not going to turn them away, or we? well, they have to run UMP rules, though. Right. How would that work? <laughs> who's doing the teching? Chris, uh, who's doing the teching? Yeah, well, we'll see how that works out. But yeah, well, yeah, Chris, what would happen if if a pavement late model showed up with dirt tires? Because that's a very specific part of the rule that you've got to run either either the LM 
late model UMP tires or the MD56, which is uh, the tire that's pretty prevalent up in Michigan. Well, I know Chris and uh, Don over at Sandusky Speedway, they just got done with the high miler weekend. And uh, so now they're going to have more time to focus on getting the rest of the details put together for it the It looked like the that was a 30. pretty successful weekend for them, yeah, too. We'll talk about that here in a little yep. bit. Also, uh, they did say that they do have uh, hand jobs officially on board as a sponsor. Oh, right. The nail salon oh. right down the street. Oh, come from on. Sandusky Speedway. You, you've got to fill everybody in. There, yeah. There's a nail salon just down the street, and it's called Hand Job Nail Salon. Something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And they made the sign because Sandusky Speedway has a, their own uh, sign printing business out front. It's like a separate thing. They actually made the sign for hand. When, we when we they, learned that when we had Chris Mize in the studio back, what was that, December? Yeah, when they initially put No, the, it was, uh, I don't think they opened until March, so it was the spring. When, when they initially put the sign up, it caused quite a stir, but I guess it settled down, and uh, I thought it was a pretty catchy name. So <laughs> I, I don't think he was messing with me when he said officially hand jobs is part of the the hammer down racing report dirty that, 30 i'm not sure cool. what the what the sponsorship is or what's involved there but uh he was talking about raising the uh pay for the bomber uh truck class to 800 as opposed to 400 to win Ooh! so the the front wheel drives are already at 800 to win i think they still have to work uh the rest of the fields uh payout on that but uh so things are still, still now if the, the if the if you're racing in the truck and bomber class um don't get too far ahead of yourself. We're, that That's where we think it's going to land, but it's not official yet, correct? Not yet, I don't think. Okay. It, it, other than hand jobs is official. That's the only part that I know. And, uh, Nothing's better than enough. No, don't go there. Forget it. Again, it's uh, part of a three-day weekend at uh, Sandusky Speedway. The uh, What weekend is the Cavalcade, Cavalcade weekend? That's right. And uh, they're going to be running Thursday night. They just added this. Uh, Chris Mize, actually, a couple months ago, came up with the idea and uh, rented the track. So they're going to be running this uh, dirt show on asphalt it's a on pre- that Thursday it, night, it, it will October be a, 3rd. It'll be a prelude to the cavalcade. Yeah, so, and maybe it'll be an annual event if uh, if uh, we get enough we people hope so. out there. Yeah, We're going to do the show live out there on Thursday, October 3rd, right before the event. We still got maybe, to figure out maybe some time we might adjustments. Be a, yeah. yeah, if the race time is seven, we're probably not going to be on at seven since uh, I believe we're both going to be competing. So yeah, if, we may if hot laps are at seven, that could yeah. be a, a real trick. And if uh, you want to come out or if you're planning on racing, we have a form you can fill out. Go to hammerdownracereport.com. I have a page set up, it's got all the information on there, all of uh, the folks that have um, plan on being there. Um, I think there's a link on our Facebook page. There's too, a link correct? on the Facebook page, yeah, to the actual form to fill out. It's right. just like your name and class and where you're from. And there's no obligation. doesn't cost you anything to do that. It, it's just, just so we, we would like to know your intent. Yes. If, if you think you'd like to be there, we'd sure like to have you. And we have a special guest on the show tonight. I brought my wiener with me. Nothing if you're listening, with that. If you're listening on the podcast and you don't see the video, it's my wiener dog, just to be clear on that. And, Since and, we were talking about and and she's really nail cute. place, I want to be very clear on what's going on. All right, you need to go down. You're tangled here. So yeah, for more information on the Hammer Down Racing Report Dirty Thirty at Sandusky Speedway Thursday, October third, check out HammerDownRacingReport.com. Forgot to mention, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Buck Smitley, owner and promoter uh, at Hilltop Speedway. Yeah, they I'm had, pretty excited about that. They had some uh, issues, I guess, this past weekend where they dropped a class due to some threats being made that uh, they took pretty seriously. And that's about all the details I know. I didn't talk to him that much. I, I, I did speak to him a little bit to, to set it up, and I said, you know, I don't want to know the story yet. I want you to tell me you know, when we're doing the show. We want to be as details. stunned as everyone yeah. else. So we'll find out what's going to be going on, uh, what's going on at Hilltop with the mini stocks. Uh, about 7.30 we'll be calling him, about 20 minutes from now. So, Looking forward to that. Uh, a lot of racing around the area, right? No rain. Yeah. No, no rain. Yeah, I think that's what uh, Dave sent me uh, with uh, his little updates. He sent me, he was like, nobody rained out. <laughs> like all week, nobody rained out. Uh, last night, there was some action at Eldora Speedway. There's some action there tonight, as a matter of fact. So we're going to try and... Uh, wrap up the show as quickly as possible so we could probably get home in time for the for feature at for the Eldora Dirt Derby going on. No overtime tonight. 
Is there now? Because they run it like a regular dirt track show. Yeah, yeah, so. heat races and everything. Anyways, last night they had uh, practice for the NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Uh, I'll tell you about some times here in a second. First off, Eric Rudolph was the winner uh, in the Super uh, Dirt Car Series Big Block Modified feature. Now, setting quick time uh, last night in practice in the trucks was Chase Briscoe. Uh, Matt Crafton was second quick. Woohoo! Thor Motorsport there. Um, dirt late model uh, racer and modified racer Kyle Strickler was ninth quick. Mike Marlar, late model racer there, was 13th quick. Sprint car racer Mark Smith was 20th. 16-year-old 2017 Berlin Raceway Track champion Carson Hosuvar. Did you uh, did you catch? He was twenty first. Quick. Did, did you catch the uh, little bit of controversy with Mike Marlar? I, I do. I have that in my notes. We'll talk Very more good. about that a little bit okay. later. Some other uh, results from this past weekend: Lima Lime Motorsports uh, Park in action Friday night. Jared Horseman again, another win for him. Uh, Almost unbeatable. His there. Uh, NRA uh, three sixty sprint car action there. His fourth win of the year. Uh, last week's modified feature winner Jerry Bowersock. Came up one spot short this past Friday. Shane O'Connor got the win there in the Modifieds. Um, Tony Anderson was the uh, Thunderstock winner. I think Drew Smith finished seventh in Did the Modified. He? Okay. Attica Raceway Park was in action. Caleb Griff- Griffith uh, held off Jack Hoddenshield Friday night for the Attica Fremont Championship uh, Series 410 Sprint feature. That's ser- There's only a couple races left in the AFCS. And right. I guess it's a real tight point battle, too. So... I changed my sounds. I have have the most metal phone now. Um, Jamie uh, Miller beat Tyler Gunn by eight hundredths of a second in the 305 uh, AFCS uh, feature at Attica on Friday night. That's about the blink of an eye, Scott. Yeah. And fiery Matt Irie bested Ryan Missler for the late model feature win. Toledo Speedway was in action. Greg Stillwell Jr. won his first late model sportsman uh, feature event Friday night. I didn't realize that was his first. Ever. Ever. That's crazy. Oh, Scott. They, they He's were, a nice guy, too. They like were him. elated. Yeah, they're, they're, they're good friends, good customers. And, and he's uh, always uh, representing the, the asphalt guys at the uh, Bowling Green Mall show every yep. year, too. So We're going to have uh, to get him on. I think we could do that. Do we know people that could make that happen? I, two of them talking right now, probably. Really? I think so. Okay. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, he also was the uh, winner of the three-race... Uh, Mini series championship, uh, the RM recycling silver miles, silver, silver cup. Yeah, nice trophy. Really, I didn't see it. Oh yeah. Did, did you have something to do with it? No, no. Okay. Jeremy Vanderhoof led all twenty laps of the figure eight feature, and Matt Ringer did the uh, same in the uh, factory stocks feature. Matt Ringer is seriously looking at an Oakshade Sportsman car, so we may be seeing really? Matt Ringer very soon. What? what? Oh, nothing. I, I saw Chris Mize made a post yanking that sponsor as bull. I thought we were still on the whole hand jobs yeah. thing. He was talking about the NASCAR thing. Oh, okay, else. yeah. I was like, we're, what is Chris talking about? Um, if you got a comment, feel free to, to leave a comment there. Dave knows Greg as well uh, on our Facebook Live, if you're watching on Facebook Live right now. Fremont Speedway uh, was in action on Saturday night. DJ Foos took the... 410 sprint win, the AFCS uh, win there on Saturday. Paul Weaver was a 305 winner. Sean Valeni pocketed uh, $1,100. That uh, the truck, that, that truck was a big deal. Race uh, purse went up to 1100 to win. I know it was like 900 We were talking about it last Thursday on the show. And and we had assumed that it was going to go to 1000 and, and last it minute it went to eleven. Yeah, so pretty crazy. And a nice, uh, nice chunk of change there for Sean, who seems to... Know how to get around a, a circle pretty well, and, and especially in the dirt. dirt trucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our guest last week picked up a, a couple feature wins. Rusty Schlink earned a win two hundred at I ninety six on Friday night to uh, keep up with our tradition of uh, come on the show and win. So you're doing it backwards. You won, and then you're coming on the show. So I don't so know how I that's going to work out. I'm hoping I can win this. I guess week. he's okay. going to have to do it again. I guess so. <laughs> so he won. Uh, did a clean sweep the weekend. Won Friday at I ninety six, and then Saturday. He got win number 201 after starting mid-pack in the 5,500 to win Barney Oldfield American Late Model Series race at Oakshade. Uh, Jerry Signer picked up his second career sportsman win. And uh, this dude over here, Bubba, led the entire distance of the bomber A-Main after slamming into the embankment by uh, one of the light poles and almost rolling the car over. He got up on two wheels. Was that pretty exciting? 
Everybody says I got pretty high on my side. It looked pretty high. I, I, I could really see the bottom of the car. the car. I didn't think okay. it was that big of a deal. All right. But, of course, she was freaking out, texting everybody in the pits. What was she and, texting? <clears throat> Is he okay? Is the car? Did she? Was it you or the car she was concerned with? She was concerned about me. She, oh, okay. she didn't care about the car. All right. <laughs> For sure? I, I know with Mrs. Miller over there, sometimes she's more concerned about the car than a driver. <laughs> well, you got to be concerned about the important things. <laughs> uh, Corey Gum won his uh, fifth straight compact feature. Dylan Burt won his second Bomber B-Main. How close is Corey Gum to a record on straight con- cons- uh, consecutive wins? I don't know. Uh, I could look it up because I, I, th- I have all. I have dating back to when we started uh, four cylinders. I have uh-huh. a spreadsheet that shows all the feature winners. I'd I th- have to look. But. I thought I had heard that six consecutive was the record. I'll I'll look that up uh, before Saturday night. Very good. I'll I'll, t- I'll report back next weekend. Oh, fine. Or next uh, week on the show. Thank you. Flat Rock Speedway uh, was in action on Saturday as well with the Stan Yee Memorial 150. Brian Bergaker Brian Bergaker took the lead on lap 49 and went on to victory on Saturday. Craig Everidge finished second, followed by Jeff Versick. Uh, Sandusky Speedway full weekend of uh, racing action there Thursday through Saturday. Eric Johnson won in the Renegades on Thursday. Jeff Kuykendall took the uh, victory in the street stocks. Charlie Schultz was the uh, crate sprint winner, and Sean Reinke won the uh, Lake Erie stocks. Um, Friday night, Jim Paller led all 40 laps of the ISMA Super Modified feature for his first ISMA win uh, on Friday night uh, at uh, Sandusky. So that's pretty big. That's a big deal. Uh, Doug Meyer was the modified feature winner. On Saturday, Dave Schulich Jr. won his fourth high miler over Mike Lichty and Michael Barnes. Doug Meyer uh, won for the second consecutive nights in the modifieds. Scott, if you ever get a chance to get up close and personal, take a look at those Isma Super Modifieds. They're they're very impressive. Impressive how? I know they're fast. I've seen them. Just just the engineering involved. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? The uh, Ollie's Bargain Outlets All-Star Circuit of Champions had some, uh, <laughs> some fun, some fun times. Um, not necessarily on the racetrack. Australian James McFadden got the win at Plymouth Dirt Track on Thursday night last week, a week ago, uh, tonight. He followed that win up, uh, with another at Jackson Motorplex on Friday night, which was when, uh, some excitement happened in the pits. Those darn Aussies have been taking a whole lot of our money. Crazy Aussies. <laughs> uh, Tony Stewart, uh, I guess, blew his motor on Friday night, was competing in that, and uh, signing some autographs in the pits, and uh, uh, Heckler was uh, was bugging him there. And Got a little course, unruly. All caught on camera, and uh, Tony darted after him and threw a left-handed uh, punch at the guy, and you could hear it connect. There you go. So, and I haven't seen anything about any charges or anything else that has come up. I know it's made national news quite a bit uh well, Over he the owns the series. Week. He can't well, ban himself, Scott. Well, I mean, the, well, the guy could have filed charges or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Or maybe he's... Gee, that'd be a first. I saw a lot of comments that uh, were like, well, that's what happens when you're not behind the keyboard, or you're not behind the keyboard anymore. That's it. So there you go. Um, Gio Selzy became the youngest All-Star Circuit of Champion feature winner, winning at Knoxville Raceway on Saturday night. He is 17 years old and eight, eight months. That doesn't seem that young, but I'm actually, I was actually surprised by that, that that's the youngest. Yeah. But I, I guess it's a tough series. So, uh, Tony Stewart, then uh, he got the win on uh, Sunday over Rico Abreu and Christopher Bell at 34 Raceway on Sunday. Did you see that uh, little video clip of uh, Rico Abreu being in a... I saw that just this morning. It was... Yeah. Spare parts and spare driver. He was in yeah. a drawer. I was like, that's, I don't think that's politically correct, but... He thought yeah. it was pretty funny. I guess he did. That guy's a character. He is. He's got those hats with the hair. I saw uh, Zach Dome had a video. I think his uh, girlfriend had a video of, of him with uh, one of those Rico Abreu hats on with the hair. Yeah. Like uh, At first, I, I didn't realize that he was wearing a hat. I was like, where'd he get that hat? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um... Coming up for the uh, All-Star Circuit of Champions, uh, they're going to be off for a few weeks. They'll be back in action August 16th at I-96 Speedway up there in Lake Odessa, Michigan. World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Car Series, Tim Schaefer 
Went to victory lane at Williams Grove Speedway last Thursday night. Donnie Schatz won at Williams Grove on Saturday for the first time in four years. Coming up for uh, those guys, uh, Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 on uh, Friday and Saturday this weekend. Then they're going to be in Knoxville for the Knoxville Nationals uh, next Wednesday through, uh, what is that, Saturday? Yeah. Our, our good friend Des here would, would like very much to be there if, if his container shows up in time. We, we've got a... In co- Knoxville? Yeah, yeah. He, he would very much like to head over there. What's in the container? Just motorcycles and a car and stuff headed back for Australia. Okay. That's another thing that Ron Miller Race Cars does. You ship things? Yeah. Wow, you're like UPS and FedEx. Of race car stuff, of vehicles. Only cheaper. Oh. I wouldn't think it's that cheap to ship that kind of stuff. Um, World of Outlaw Morton Buildings Late Model Series Action... Uh, 72 World of Outlaw Late Models battled Friday at Fairbury American Legion Speedway for the Prairie Dirt uh, Shootouts, which would uh, set the first rows, first eight rows for Saturday's Prairie Dirt Classic. Friday's winners included Brandon Shepard, Bobby Pierce, Chris Ferguson, and Shane Clanton. Uh, Monday at uh, Plymouth Dirt Track, Brandon Shepard dominated. Shane Clanton beat uh, Brandon Shepard on Tuesday at Shawano Speedway. And coming up for those guys, Cedar Lake Speedway on Tuesday. Or, I'm sorry, Cedar Lake uh, Speedway tonight through Saturday for the USA Nationals. So all weekend. A lot of big races. Dirt Car Summer Summer Nationals action. Even though uh, we crowned the champion a couple weeks ago at Oakshade Raceway, they had another one last makeup race. It was the uh, one at Lincoln Speedway. It was originally scheduled for June 30th, but the race was stopped on lap 15 due due to rain. Um, Brian Shirley picked up the uh, win there. He was also, of course, the champion of the Summer Nationals. While sitting in the studio last week, Rusty Schlenk uh, managed a 16th place finish. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good, huh? Well, Because was... he ran the first 15 laps, so so he got 16th. Uh, and that's uh, that's it. That's it. For uh, for the Dirt Car Summer Nationals. It's over until next year. You going to have your late model ready by then? You can turn my car into a late model? I could. <laughs> Uh, a blend line uh, violation cost Todd Gilliland a potential win at Pocono on Friday. Christian Eckes went on to score the win there. Uh, Arca is off until August 18th when they go dirt racing at the Illinois State Fairgrounds. Um, oh, and I forgot. To, how did this get in the Arca part? Brandon Brandon Shepard was the winner on Saturday's Prairie Dirt Classic there at Falls. Okay. Missed that. Uh, NASCAR action, Ross Chastain dominated Pocono in the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. Uh, coming up for them, of course, tonight, the uh, Dirt Derby at Eldora. Uh, Chase Briscoe overcame a pit row penalty on Saturday night to win at Iowa Speedway in Xfinity Series action. They're going to be at Watkins Glen on Saturday, 3 o'clock on NBC. Denny Hamlin won Sunday at Pocono in Cup action after conser- conserving fuel. They'll be uh, back in action at Watkins Glen on Sunday as well. Also, 3 p.m., but that'll be on NBCSN. IndyCar Series action. Five-time champ Scott Dixon got his uh, sixth win at Mid-Ohio Road Course on Sunday. And IndyCar is off until the 18th when they're at Pocono. So, that's it. That's all the uh, racing action from this past weekend. Uh, Just a a couple other... uh, News bits here. Uh, Jimmy Johnson will have a new crew chief starting this weekend at Watkins Glen. Cliff Daniels will replace uh, Kevin Meandering. Is that how you pronounce his name? I think. Yeah. Johnson is 17 points uh, behind the cut line in making the playoffs. He has not had a real spectacular year. He hasn't really been spectacular in a while. Um, is it because he's not working with Chad Canals? Not sure it's a crew chief issue. But is it an equipment issue? Is it a I can't believe it. Driver ran out of talent issue. Driver might have might have run out of drive. Oh. How old is he? Eighty-four. That makes sense. That checks out. He must use some real good oil or something oh, yeah. on his face. <laughs> I think he's forty two. Is he? I okay. think. Yeah, I guess he is getting up there. Man, somebody will tell us here in just a minute if you Probably, yeah. Uh, they're interviewing Jack Hewitt in the pits at Eldora. Uh, speaking of Eldora, 
Mike Marlowe was uh, forced to remove the Marathon logos from his truck that he had on there. It was Mar- Marathon Gas that was his right. sponsor. Right, his, um, his primary sponsor on his Dirt Late model, and they had signed correct. on to uh, help, the him, truck. help him with the, the truck program. Uh, and the reason why is because Sunoco is the official race fuel of NASCAR. Which also means it's the exclusive fuel of NASCAR. So he had to take that off. I don't know how that's going to affect his. It seems like it's probably a better deal that he had to take it off because now we're talking about it. Where if they didn't make him take off the Marathon logo, you probably wouldn't even have noticed it. Probably. So I don't know. I guess that maybe it's a, it just leave even them. wash there. Where's Bubba? Bubba's over there. Say something. Talk for a minute, Who's Bubba. Betty? Who's Betty? Oh, that's my grandmother. Okay. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was mom or, or what. Uh, we'll be talking here to uh, Buck Smitley in... Eh, we'll, we'll give him a few more minutes before we uh, give him a call. Uh, again, they had that uh, issue where they dropped the, the mini stock class. It was like the post went out at like 9.40 in the morning for a race that was Saturday night. Right. So, that's, I mean, that's, they're like, okay, we're... The mini stock classes were dropping it, so not much notice there. And the mini stock class, I guess, was like the uh, the compacts at Oakshade, right? You know, four cylinder. I, I believe that's what it is. So, um, I guess we could probably call him now. I'd give him a call. Let's give him a call, and then we'll talk to uh, Bubba about his racing career before we wrap up the, the show. Has nothing to do with NASCAR sponsors. Okay. Really? Important there. Uh, talk about uh, Ron Miller Race Cars and why people should uh, give give uh, that business a call and well, their they, money. They should give us a call because it's best to support your local businesses, whether it's Ron Miller Race Cars or any of the other four or five speed shops in the area. But uh, it, it's best to take care of the folks that take care of you. And uh, I, I think uh, at Ron Miller Race Cars, I think we've got a very good program and a lot of years of experience. And uh, we can help you with your racing program. Whether it's drag racing, circle track racing, we uh, we built a drag car not that long ago, and uh, they had it out the first time this weekend. It's very impressive. Did it win? Uh, he won his first round. Okay. I know he had a dinner he had to go to, so he was okay. That's why we were pushing it back a little. So hopefully he's done with that. Hello, Hilltop. Hi, is this Buck? Yeah, it's Buck. Hey, Buck. It's uh, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, the Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. How you doing? Pretty good. Now, you are the uh, owner and promoter of Hilltop Speedway? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> and you had... You had <laughs> what do you do for fun? Oh. <laughs> uh, Boy, that... Well, we got... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it's pretty. It's pretty fun down there, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get you had a post that got a, a lot of attention on uh, was it Saturday morning about uh, dropping the mini stock uh, class at Hilltop. Uh, explain to us uh, what uh, what what's been going on. What happened? What led to that decision? And uh, has what's the feedback been since then? Well, what happened was a few weeks ago we had a. We had a big show down there for the mini stocks. Now, well, last year we had one for five thousand to win. Wow! Everything went smooth for the mini stocks, and you know these guys—they're they're, good—they're good people, but there's a few of them that just, you know, got out of hand, and uh, they got this past week. Uh, we had this other show two weeks ago, and. The fight broke out there, you know, which wasn't the drivers, actually, some of the fans. And there was a couple drivers that were suspended. But what happened this past weekend uh, was this late cancel was due to, uh, you know, we were, we were bringing them back, no problem. But I got a few phone calls, and uh, it was they were telling me that, you know, you can't let so-and-so run, and you got to do this. They were trying to tell me what to do, how to run my racetrack. That doesn't work, and, does it? Uh, no, you can't do that. I mean, we have rules to go by. You have to go by those rules. 
and you got to follow the rules. And you can't tell me how to run my racetrack. I mean, that's not the way it works. And, you know, we're putting on this really good show for you. And, uh, you know, you just got to got to abide by the rules, pretty much. And nope. we, had, we just had a few guys that were causing problems. And, of course, they called complaining because I had suspended them from the prior two weeks ago. And uh, they were pretty upset. And they made a few comments about threatening, you know, they're going to come up there and do a little damage to some of these other drivers. Or, do, you know, just they were just basically blowing off steam. So these, these kind these, of a threat. These and were, I just thought, well, you know what? Maybe we'll just not run them tonight. And Jesse, you know, the, my promoter and I, we decided that, hey, you know, this is probably what's best because we were running that ultimate late model show that night. And, you know, we're not, we don't want trouble there. And uh, it was the late model's night. And I, I just didn't want to take a chance of bringing any more problems. So we're bringing, we're, they're back on for tomorrow. And uh, we should be, we should be good to go. I mean, I had to, I had to suspend eight people. Wow. And they're not coming back until, you know, I gave them a two week suspension. So, so the class is, we'll is go from there. The class is coming back then this weekend, then minus the yes. drivers that are suspended. Okay. And, yes, we we don't have and and like I said, they're they're a good group of guys. There's just a few of them that we have problem with, and it's not all drivers. It was some of the fans too. I was kind of concerned that it might be some internet jockeys that were uh, really bashing the racetrack and causing problems. Uh, at least they had the courtesy of calling you. Are you there? Did we lose you. Hello. I think we lost him. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds like we lost him. <laughs> Should we call him back? Got a redial on that? Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know if there's a redial. We got a new phone system. Yeah. Apparently, it's working great. <laughs> Just got it in the other day. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. No, I don't remember if I dialed the nine yet. Oh. Dial nine. And a one, and make sure not to dial nine one one. So if your finger stuttered on the one, we'd have extra company in the studio. Probably, yeah. Probably wouldn't be good. Oh, good. I guess I did hit enough number. I wasn't sure I hit enough. Again, uh, trying to uh, reconnect here with uh, Buck Smitley. Hello, you've reached Hilltop Speedway. We will be racing. I wonder if uh, his phone. Uh, kids' night regular racing event. Well, uh, we'll, we'll see if might we can well give a, a plug for Hilltop Speedway. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh. Hey, Buck. This is uh, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller again. Hammer Down Race Report. Give us uh, a call. I think our number is still the same. Four one nine two one four zero nine two five. I'm not sure what uh, what happened, but we lost you there. Again, uh, Buck, that's 419-214-0925. Uh, if you get this within the next few minutes, uh, and again, uh, good luck this weekend, and it was nice talking to you if uh, we don't hear back from you. Okay. And there we go. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Off to Bubba Kundik. Yeah, let's talk about Bubba Kundik. How long have you been racing, Bubba? <clears throat> At Oakshade or? Ever. Ever. Get up on that I microphone. Mean, Get a little close. There you go. If you want to count, you know, go-karts, I, I wouldn't say we raced them. You but, beat the heck out of them. Yeah. Rolled them. Hurt some people. Yeah. Okay. But. That doesn't count. The, the way we started out, well, the way I started out is we lived in uh, Toledo and we had a huge backyard and. My uncle and my dad built me a go-kart, and I don't remember when they 
got it for me. I just always remember having it. And my dad would always, you know, he'd ride on the back of it when I was real little and go with me. And he had a governor on it. And soon enough, I was able to go without the governor. And then he put a roll cage on it. Did you learn how to defeat the governor by yourself or did you wait for dad to do it? No, I I waited for dad to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, he he put a cage on it. So I was safe, seatbelt, helmet, everything. And, uh, we actually built, well, we didn't build it. We had a track in the backyard just from going around so much. Sure. We've, got, we've got one of those. It was a good, you know, two to three carts wide, and it was banked and everything. Like, it was the real deal. And uh, he would set cones up for me and, you know, tell me to stay in this groove or, you know, go there. And then I did that for a long time, and I'd race with my sister and my uncles, you know, they would come out. We we would we would always put like fancy bodies on the now did, on the go karts and stuff. And were there any family members that had raced before you or my dad? He raced way back in the day. I I can't tell you when. He was probably in his twenties. In and, this uh, in this area, yeah. Okay, and uh, yeah, he raced at Oakshade. Okay, so. And I, I remember going through photo albums, and I would see his pictures, and he had so many cars because back in the day, you, you know, you'd go out there and wreck one up and get another one put together and just keep going at it. And, uh, yeah, I saw the photo album, and I was like, you know, I, I want to do something like that. And uh, I, ra- I raced a go-kart until I, was, until I outgrew it pretty mm-hmm. much. And then... Uh, I've been going to Oakshade forever since I was probably eight years old with my uncle and just watching and going there every week. And then they came out with the Hornet class. I don't know what year that was. Probably. I think it was 08 maybe. I was going to say it's it's been an honest 10 years. I started in 08 and they were out a couple of years before that, I believe. And uh, so they started and, you know, I was going there every week watching and, I was begging my mom. I'm like, Mom, I want to do this so bad. Well, a couple years went by, and I remember we got back from the track, and we went up to the campground on a Sunday, and my mom asked me, she says, Bubba, how bad do you want to race? And I'm like, more than anything, like, what do you mean, how bad do I want to race? And I was only 14 years old at the time. Right. And, uh, well, she said, we got this uh, Pontiac station wagon, your dad will throw a cage in it because he worked at a tube mill. Uh-huh. And uh, he got the tubing. He said, well, throw a cage in it, and you'll go out there and go race. So I'm just ecstatic. Well, the we didn't have, end up racing the, the station wagon. We got a 91 Volkswagen GTI, a little rabbit four-cylinder. Black cars, I remember. Yeah. And uh, my, my uncle bought it for me. And so we put the cage in that, and that thing was fast. I'll tell you that. And I think when the first or second night, I ended up rolling it. I think I remember that. Right on its lid, right in between one and two. And then I I had to get my guts back after doing that. And then we did pretty good in the four-cylinder. We, we won three features. I don't know how many heats. And then in 2014, we decided to build a bomber. And I took a season off to do that. And we came out in 2015 with a bomber, and it was just a a whole different world. It's so hard to try to go from four cylinder to front wheel drive to you know rear wheel drive. I, I wish there it's was also a, hard to go from oh rear wheel drive to front to front wheel drive. <laughs> I, I I wish there was a viable rear wheel drive program. Uh, I mean, maybe Mustang four cylinders or something, right? Because I think that would probably give the drivers a, a better feel for what the cars are doing than because you drive that you drive them totally different oh yeah we'll drive the rear wheel totally drive. different oh. one of our cameras is messed up i kind of look like a scary well actually it's like an empty studio there's some weird stuff happening with our really? camera if you're watching us on facebook live or youtube live yeah our overhead shot just kind of looks like a scary ghost blob with an empty studio so as long as one of us are talking, we're all good. <laughs> uh, so when uh, you started racing the bomber in, in 15? Yeah, 2015. 
And did you get a Bomber C or B main win uh, between? I, I believe I won two or three heats that year. I came close to winning a B main, but I blew both right side tires after running over something. And I That's pulled a problem. Off. Yeah. Um, and then we came out the following year with a totally different car because I wadded that one up pretty good. And we probably could have saved it, but I was young and dumb at the time, and I just wanted something new. So we got a whole other car, and I, I, I didn't like the car at all. I, I felt like I couldn't do nothing with it. And then uh, in 2017, we bought a, a new chassis, and a DAS built us a brand new motor. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's been it's been pretty good, hmm. as long as I can stay off the light poles. <laughs> Yeah. So what uh, what was the deal Saturday night? Uh, I, I didn't see what led to you getting sideways and uh, going into that uh, dirt embankment by the light pole with the side of your car. I uh, I made an adjustment on the car because I I can't leave it alone. I've, I always want to you know try something new. And Eric always yells at me for you know fiddling with the car. She says it's already fast. You know, leave it alone. Just drive it. So I made an adjustment with the right rear, and it made the car super loose. And at the start of the race, I saw Terry Rushlow poke a nose right underneath me because I, I started on the pole, and I'm like, okay, I gotta protect the bottom, and I gotta, I gotta go. So we had a we had a restart. I go back to the bottom, and I drive it just a little bit too hard, and I loop it right there in, in the middle of one and two, and I knew I was gonna hit the embankment, and I was like, well, I don't want to hit it with the front end of the car, so I just gassed it. And I didn't anticipate that it would turn me around that fast. Surprise. And I hit it right in the door bars. And I, I couldn't tell from inside the car, but everybody says it came off the ground pretty good. Yeah, it did. I can tell you that. <laughs> did it do uh, much damage, any suspension damage? It uh, it bent the right rear trailing arm out. And after we pulled, you know, we we managed to finish the heat. We came from the yeah. rear and finished second which is cool because we made the redraw. And um, we brought it back to the pits, and I saw the right rear trailing arm was bent and bad, like bad, bad. I didn't know if we should keep going. I said, you know, screw it. So I, that adjustment that I put in it, I took it back out because I didn't like it. Probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you didn't need to do it again in the feature. No. And uh, we went back out there, or we drew a three for the feature, and we went out, and within the first lap, we got the lead, and – I mean, it it was surreal. I yeah. you led the entire distance, <laughs> and you know, after every caution, I'm like, all right, this is it. You know, was anybody giving you hand signals, to letting you know that? You yeah, were- my uh, my guys, Jordan and uh, Jordan, Justin and Kevin, they were they were waving at me and everything else, but I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I probably should have been, but yeah, no, it, it was it was crazy just to be up front. And know that you have a pack of wild dogs behind you. Leading a race is a hard thing to do, Bob. Man. And then you just got to, I don't know, I was i was trying to focus on just hitting my marks. Because I tend to overdrive the car if I see somebody poke a nose. Or, so I'm just trying to hit my marks every time. And um, Make sure you cover the, the bottom side of the track. If they want to pass you, do it outside. Yeah. Which that's where I like to run the, the most. All my friends always give me crap for they call me a bottom feeder, but that, that's where I like it. How many feature races have they won? <laughs> oh. So are you going to make any changes to the car no, now? No, I'm actually leaving that mount bent. <laughs> I'm just leaving it. I said, you know, if, if the car was fast Saturday, we'll leave it alone. Okay. How how uh, excited were you to pick up your first bomber? I mean, how, I, mean was I, was, that- I was really excited. You know, we've been working at this for a long time, and, you know, you can get heat races, you can get B mains and – you know, nothing is as sweet as the A main. You know, that's the. That's I mean, the whole, you're beating some tough competitors, right? There. You know, I I grew up, you know, watching in the stands Terry Rushlow and Jeff Folks and, you know, all them guys that have been out there forever, and to be able to, you know, pull it off with them guys, it's it's crazy. You know, I, I saw the white flag and I'm like, like, oh, what I'm am like, I gonna do to mess yeah. this up? I'm like. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna win this thing. <laughs> how how long did that race seem before oh you my b- before you saw the white flag? It was the longest race of my life. I, <laughs> I every time I went I went around I was like, where is the white? Like where is it? <laughs> we got to be getting close. And then 
they threw the yellow or they threw the white and then they threw the yellow and I'm like, oh, here we go. I got to do this again. <laughs> yeah, but restarts I, can be the worst. Those are very stressful. Yeah. So, um, so what you t- you mentioned some uh, some drivers' names there that some tough competitors. Uh, who who uh, what other racers do you look up to or you respect the most? Uh, I mean, be it local or even uh, national guys. Uh, uh, Jake Gamber, I look up to him. He helps me out a lot with everything when it comes to tires, uh, anything on the car. He put the whole body on the car for me. Uh, Skeet Reckner, he he helped me out with some stuff on the car since it was his car. And, you know, he, he pretty much taught me how to drive on a dry slick track, which I appreciate that. Cause I don't know about anybody else, but driving on a dry slick track is it's challenging. It can be. Yeah. And uh, you got to slow down to go faster, yeah, you know, and he told me you got to pretend there's a eggshell underneath your pedal and, you know, don't crack it. And, you know, that helps out a lot. Um, but don't give away too many of the secrets. <laughs> yeah. So is there uh, any drivers that uh, you feel the opposite about that you maybe dislike or? I wouldn't say I, I, I don't dislike anybody out there. I mean, I, you're just I, being politically correct. You, <laughs> there's somebody you can't stand. You're going, oh, no, I got to race with him. No. Probably drives like an 8S or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Scott Hammer. Yeah, He's a That Ocho car. Just destroys cars. So no, I, I try to keep friends out there, you know, it, there's no sense of having enemies out there because then you're you're getting wrecked and you're wrecking somebody else and it there's no need for it. You're just out there to have fun. Oh yeah, that's that's what it's all about. It's have fun. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, fun, does uh, have you been teased about your name? Somebody was telling me some things. Oh yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> so, that, that's like. So you still you still get teased about your name? Oh, I mean, I'm I'm used to it by now, but yeah, my whole life it's. I mean, there's some there's some ways I can say it. I probably shouldn't <laughs> say on the radio. But uh, so, wh- where did Bubba come from? Uh, since your real legal name is William, that's just what. How long have you been going by Bubba since you were a kid? Yeah, my mom and dad, and they, that's what they called me. And I went, you know, when I was going to school, everybody called me William. And when it I sounds went to very high school, formal, yeah. And then when I, went, when I went to high school, they called me Will, and then I. I got a good job at the tube mode and my dad worked at. So everybody calls him Bill. So they started calling me Bill Jr. And I mean, family, friends, everybody calls me Bubba. So, okay. So what's, uh, what's uh, in the plans for the future? I mean, do you plan to keep, uh, racing bomber ever? Any plans to ever move up? Uh, uh we're, we're going to keep going as long as the funds are there, but we're on a pretty tight budget. <laughs> You know, we we just bought a house. That's why we took last season off, and we've actually well, that's been where you were. Yeah, okay. we've actually been doing really good with because we keep our race car money totally separate from everything else. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to lose my house over the race car. You know what I mean? So as long as the funds are there and we have the sponsors we have, which we have some great sponsors. Go ahead and, and uh, uh, go ahead and. Yeah, uh, Space Electric, he helps me out so much. Uh, GT Race Cars, Jake Gamber, Dean Taylor, them guys help me out a bunch. My uncle, Daryl, he helps me out a ton. He's actually half owner of the motor. So, I mean. Well, hopefully he never wants his half back. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, if you want it back, we can we can cut it right down the middle. And, uh, no, he helps me out fuel, oil. Uh, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me going and. We keep doing good. We have these good finishes. We we have enough money for next week, as long as we don't tear up the car. You can retire. A couple more Bomber A-Main wins, and, and you can retire. Oh, it expresses to a T. Sorry. She Uh-oh. does all my uh, my vinyl on the car and okay. makes it look good. So. so what do you do when you're not racing? I like to fish a lot. Um, I mean, what do you do for a living? Oh, I, I'm a plant operator at... Tri-County Block and Brick. Okay. So I've been doing that the past four years now. So, I mean, it's it's good. Some people think that uh, race car drivers, are that's all they do. They just race, and they can make a <laughs> living at it. Well, this summer. Other than been... racers that know that that's not the <laughs> way it works. Now, this summer we've been working crazy hours and, you know, working 12 hours a day and then coming home and having to put some time in in the shop. 
and you know time away from our loved ones over here gets a little frustrating at times but where are you at in points i was fourth and then i had three bad weeks where i didn't yeah i had uh i didn't finish or i had two did not finish for the a and then i ran the b i won the b so we were fourth we went down at, what was it eighth and now we're back up to sixth. So we're going to I'm 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 aiming for top 5. Okay. So you you are running for points, not necessarily the championship, but uh, I'm, definitely I'm definitely points. running for points. Okay. So I mean, we're this close, we're in the top 10. You got to Yeah. Yeah, we weren't running for points at all. I told her I said, "We'll go out there see how we do and you know, whatever happens happens and we had some good weeks and we were up there in points. I said, I, I got to keep going, which which is going to suck in September. Did you know that points were invented by promote, racetrack promoters <laughs> as a as a hook to make you feel like you've got to be there? I, I didn't know and, that. And it works. <laughs> hey, we have a caller. Really? Oh, they hung up. I was too late. I wasn't watching the, the phone there. I suppose I should hang up the phone since it's probably, yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's your prediction for this weekend? For the eleven, if you're not making any adjustments, I'm I'm hoping we do good. You know, I'm not gonna say you know, you never know what's gonna happen out there. I'm I'm just hoping we do good. You know, how much uh, how much do you think is determined by the draw, the luck of the draw? I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, we've had some sucky draws this year, and to be able to have a, a decent draw. But the thing is, in the heat race, I can I can draw good, and I can start on the pole of the heat race, and I can loop it and almost roll it on the light pole or i can throw it into one and hit my shutoff switch and oh that works <laughs> hammer down race report who's this uh this is brianna ruby what what did you want to say to uh to uh, our guest tonight tell him i said he was good luck this year <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't think you're allowed to say that on the radio bro good thing we're we're a podcast <laughs> Can you can you hear her? You yeah, have your headphones. I can, on. Okay. I can hear. Brianna, uh, <laughs> former guest of the show as well too. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bri. <laughs> All right, was that it? Are, are you are you happy now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. All right. Yeah. It was very uh, added added to yeah. the conversation there. I think. Yeah. Very much so. Part of the Bubba, Cund- Bubba Kundick fan club. Excuse me, what did you just say? <laughs> there's a, there's another name I was called. You know? um, let's move on. Um, we play a game, How Many. Last week we did How Many Super Modifieds are going to be at Sandusky for the High Miler on Saturday. They actually had uh, 23 on Friday night, uh, mm-hmm. but they had a little less on Saturday. So the winner... With the actual number, he actually guessed this. Was, he nailed it. Yes, was once again Rusty Schlank, who won his all his races. He won the uh, how many? Twenty one was the number. So uh, and his shirt was on tonight's and show, yeah. and so you know, ho- hopefully that works for him because he's headed up to uh, Ethanol Merit show, Speedway. Yeah, their their big big race weekend. Cool. So this week, I thought uh, I thought we'd do how many uh, bombers are going to be at Oakshade on Saturday. Not including Bubba. We have to deduct one from the total count? Uh, Am I not going to be there? No, you just don't count toward this. (laughs) Other than Bubba, how many bombers are going to be there? So whether you show up or not is irrelevant to this number. Okay. 36. 36 for Ron, okay. And Bubba would make 37. I I got it. What what do you got? I'm I'm allowed to guess. Yeah, oh heck yeah! You're expected to guess. This is why you have no. This is why it's except for Bubba. I'm going to say thirty three. Thirty three. So you're thinking low? I'm going to say a little less, including you, thirty four cars. Yeah. Do you want to guess? I I feel like she has a little bit of an upper hand here, but she's (laughs) (laughs) Kathy. What do you got? Thirty six. Thirty six. Wait, that was already taken by Ron. You can't have 36. I had 36. Oh, no wonder what it sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. All right, 37. Fine. <laughs> 34. Third, 34 for Dez. And I don't have any idea. I'm going to go with uh, 38. 
That was not taken. All right, we're good. Okay. So we'll see. All right, upcoming races. Eldora Speedway tonight. It's uh, already started. Seventh annual Dirt Derby. The uh, NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series plus the big block invitational uh, for the Modifieds. It doesn't even matter when gates open because that was a long time ago. No, the ga- so. NASCAR trucks are running this race like every short track is run. and, and how- As opposed to like they run a regular Yeah, and NASCAR, NASCAR should really consider doing this for all their divisions. They're running heat races uh, right now, and uh, the feature race is going to go off after a little track prep, I guess, 9 o'clock sharp. Uh, coming up tomorrow night, uh, Lima Land. It's the 22nd annual Lima Land Season Point Championships slash Meet the Drivers Night. Non-wing experience, UMP modified, Thunder Stocks. Pits open at 4.30, gates at 5, racing at 7.30. General mission, just $12 there. Waynesfield, back in action, one of their few races this year. Waynesfield Raceway Park down in Waynesfield, Ohio. Let me guess, it's going to be an open-wheel show. It's the Rick Ferkel Classic, featuring the Fast 410 Sprints, 305 Sprints, and AMSA Lightning Mini Stocks. Ooh. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. General admission there is just 18 bucks. That is uh, also Friday night. Toledo and Attica, both off this weekend. Moving ahead to Saturday, of course, Oakshade uh, back in action with a full show of late model sportsmen, bombers, and compacts. Gates at four, racing at seven, general mission, 14 bucks. Flat Rock, it's Corrigan Race Fuels 100. Street Stocks will be going 100 laps for their feature. The uh, late model sportsmen class will also be in action, as well as Bandoleros, TKC Go-Karts, and there's going to be a Kids Power Wheels Derby. Pits open at 2.30, gates at 4.30, racing at seven. 15 buck general mission at Flat Rock. Uh, also for uh, Saturday night, Fremont Speedway, Pub 400 Family Night, 410, 305 Sprints, and the trucks, and a little bit of extra truck action because they're going to do the uh, makeup feature that got rained out. I think it was from June. A month ago, yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a while ago. So full show for the trucks plus the makeup feature. Uh, Gates Open 4 Racing at 7, General Mission 15 bucks, and uh, Sandusky Speedway is also off this weekend. Really? Why? I wonder why all these places are taking a vacation. Attica has the fair. Toledo Speedway's not, they don't run a full schedule, and Sandusky's probably recovering from the high miler. Could be. <laughs> and they got a big uh, sprint show coming up, the Must See Sprints. Oh, yeah. 25th, I believe. And uh, I was talking to, to, I don't remember, was it Chris or Doug? They want to, um, we might talk to one of those guys. Not Jimmy McKean. We've had Jimmy in. Yeah. A couple times, but uh, one of the other drivers we may talk to next week on the show. So, And Ryan Weekman is on vacation. Thanks to Ryan last week. Hopefully you had a chance to check out last week's show. When Ryan it was great. Him. It yeah. really it was an excellent show. I think we learned a lot, but I also think Ryan learned a lot because he was not familiar with the whole racing vortex thing. He initially said that was the stupidest thing he ever heard, and then Rusty kind of was like, well, it's never rained when uh, the green flag's been out, so... Has it ever rained when the green flag's been out when you've been racing? You have a little bit more of a history than Rusty. No, not much. Not much more of a history? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm just saying that... Uh, that hasn't happened y- very y- often. Usually when... Last when, week. When we're running around? Last week. It wasn't supposed to rain at all, and during his heat race, it rained. <laughs> oh, it sprinkled like a tiny bit. I didn't even know it. Yeah, that doesn't that didn't count. That doesn't count. No, um, there there was that incident at uh, Eldora. Eldora, yeah, the, when they were everybody just went into the they, turn they just, one wall. Yeah, they wrecked everybody in the heat race. <laughs> so that that's so one it happened. That vert, the vortex was not working. There. Yeah, it's they, not, they they just weren't going. Well, they were just coming to the green, though. I think so. Maybe they hadn't. I think they were coming to a green after a caution. Maybe but, they hadn't initiated the vortex. That could be it. That that makes sense. But uh, I think we uh, taught Ryan some stuff last week, too. And he th- still thinks it's bullshit, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. We'd have to put a warning on this episode. There's a little mark uh, that says if there's adult content or something, uh, we have to mark that. Yeah, okay. I don't think that counts. Uh, we're we're well, PG-13 we started off at most. Talking about hand jobs. Yeah, so. well, yeah. <laughs> Which is a legitimate sponsor of the Hammer Down Razor Report Dirty 30 at Sandusky Speedway on October 3rd. Thanks for bringing that up. Or will we see you in the 11C there? I will. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> it depends if the car is still going by then, but, I mean, we can we can plan on it. That is, uh, is that's the Thursday after the, is the Bomber Spectacular that weekend or is that the week before? I think the Spectacular like two weeks is before. on the 21st. So, yeah, so, okay. 
think. Either way, you got some time. So this yeah, was like a week and a half after the spectacular. I so. think so, yeah. Well, we, all, we also got a wedding in November. We really yeah, got to really crack down but this, on it. But this is on a Thursday. Yeah, so. we should we're, be we're good. good. And it's in October, not November. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's projected to be 800 to win. Think of taking that home, yeah. Bubba. I, I've never drove on asphalt, so I don't know what the car would do on asphalt. We can help. It does some weird things. I ran, I didn't change my setup at all when I ran the hangover race, and it did some weird things. But it went in a circle. You got to drive it a little different. It's and you like, had fun. It's kind of like, yeah, I did have fun. It was very fun. And it's kind of like uh, learning to drive again because it's like the transition from front-wheel drive to rear-wheel drive where right. you can't drive it the same way to dirt to asphalt, but it's fun. Anyways, you uh, more information. your hands down a yeah. little. More uh, more information on Hammerdown Racing Report Dirty 30. Again, October 3rd, Sandusky Speedway at HammerdownRacingReport.com. We're going to be back live next Thursday night, we 7 o'clock. Um, lost my pages here. I'm not, uh, I don't have anything planned for next week yet. I'm not sure what we'll do. We'll come up with something in. We'll, oh, we'll talk to them, see, or. And it'll be another great show. Yeah, of course it will. They're all great. Uh, the weather forecast for this weekend, thumbs up. There you go. Ryan Spectacular. Oh, the whole weekend. We'll make it official. Let's make it official. And now it's time for your weekend weather pit stop. You're good to go. There we are. That was it, huh? <laughs> Friday and Saturday, yeah. It's like 80s and uh, clear and 61 low on Friday. I did look this yeah. in the weather WTOL weather app. Uh, Saturday's going to be a little warmer. I think 86 is the high, and then mid-60s for the Tolerable. Low, but yeah. 10% chance of rain on on Saturday, but that's like a 90% chance of racing, so I think we're good. I think they just got to throw that in there, just in case the off chance that it does happen to rain, if they put a zero in there, then everybody be like, oh, you guys. You missed it again. I'm calling bull crap on that one. So... Uh, make sure to give Ron Roller race cars a call, 734-856-7223. Race cars, parts, uh, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. We're going to get out of here, uh, go uh, watch the uh, Eldora Dirt Derby, watch uh, some of our the ringers that are in there. Who do you think is going to win? You think it's going to be one of the... Craftsman. None of, none of the r- ringers have uh, have actually won one of those uh, races. It's always been a, yeah. a Craftsman I, truck, I, I, or I, not Craftsman truck, a close Gander enough. Outdoor truck series winner i think matt crafton you think he'll get it yeah he's looked really good in his modified he's almost a ringer though because he runs his modified so right much. but he's a full-time nascar truck racer so and he was second quick so he's got probably the yeah. best of both worlds going into uh that as long as he didn't do something silly in the heat race <laughs> well hopefully right. not now i wonder if they line him up by heat race finish or qualifying time uh, I didn't look at the uh, thing. It was yeah, raining. Me too. Wait, what? Oh, Steve says it was re- raining before the heat. I think he was talking about when. Anyways. Yeah, all right. Uh, who do you think is going to win, Boa? I'm going to have to go with Crafton. Crafton. Seems to be the popular choice. Maybe we'll have to get him on the show. I sent an email to yeah. uh, Charlie. He never got back to me. I'll have to call him. We're going to fire him. Yeah. So <laughs> Trucks aren't in action next uh, Thursday, are they? We'll try and get Matt Crafton. I wonder. Now, next week, are they at Tom, Wait, are they it was in Michigan? my notes. I are even they, talked about it. Are they at Michigan? No, that's not uh, this weekend. They are next at, weekend. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Um, no, I only did uh, Dirt Derby, which is tonight. Yeah. So. No, no, no. I... Isn't uh, Indy coming up soon? They're at Watkins Glen this weekend. Yeah. The other series. So. I don't know. Let's, uh, let, we'll, we'll figure it out next week. Fine. Let's call it a show. Bubba, thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, good luck this weekend on uh, number two, win number two, because uh, yeah. you were on the show. Because so you it's got to happen. Yeah. No, no pressure. You just... <laughs> no pressure at all. We'll try. Okay. Good luck. Thank you for coming in. We didn't talk any scoring. I didn't put you on the spot. So what goes up, on, what goes on in the tower stays in the tower. Right? Okay. For Ron Miller, I'm Scott Hammer. We'll see you next week, 7 o'clock, Hammer Down. We'll be back. And make sure to listen to us uh, uh, on demand as well. Favorite podcasting platform. Most uh, likely, which should be uh, iHeartRadio. But you can find us elsewhere, too. Make sure you go to a race somewhere, a local track this weekend. And bring a friend. Or two.
There you go. See you next week. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.